Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? I'm actually going great, Connor, but you're not going to like the reason why. Oh, okay. Please. Let us all in on the reason why. Well, I went to the store the other day and I I have a tabletop dishwasher uh, because why not? (laughs) And so usually you have to ship the cartridges from France. It's a whole thing. Sorry, can I just introduce just before you start? We don't care, but go on. (laughs) Fair enough. Anyway, the usual dishwasher liquid I use was sold out. I took a gamble on a new dishwasher liquid. And it's paid off tenfold. The glasses, you wouldn't even believe, Connor. They're so clean. They're so clean. <laughs> this is our worst start. Our you worst say start. that every time I do a start. Sometimes I, I always think you can't outdo yourself. <laughs> but, but you do. I think that's a good story about taking risks. And can I ask you a question then? As, I mean, as the dishwasher yourself, um, yeah. how, like, does it work the same hot water and cold water? What's the story? It, it heats the water internally. Uh, what no, it is? What are you it's not. About? It's not plumbed in. It's not plumbed in. You just fill it with four liters of water. They give you a little jug when you buy it. Yeah. You fill that up the top, and then it drains into the sink. As the water flows through, it passes over a heating element, much like a kettle. Ninety <laughs> minutes. Your dishes for two people, which is what lives in this house. Two people dishes washed and dried. <laughs> So, this is your first episode of Weird News. What do we do here, Sean? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news Mm. stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who has been too busy sampling cleaning products. Sampling sounds like I'm tasting them. Yeah. Uh, Sampling cleaning. I can only assume you have been. (laughs) I'm a big fan of dishwashers, but I have not looked at any weird news, so we're going to just chat about these stories. 
And can we also just very quickly up the top, that was not her ad. <laughs> there's, there's not an ad in this episode. No, but I do have an affiliate link. Genuinely, they give you it when you buy the dishwasher. <laughs> we need that link. <laughs> in the description. Just like, there's millions of subscribers. There's, there's millions of ad possibilities. And then, just very strange. The Here's for How Your Podcast went for dishwashers i just want people to know i'm open to market for anything really do you know i'll i'll shill anything <laughs> i'm a bitch for anything i'll shill it i'll shill you i'll shill me i don't care <laughs> so um if this is your first time um listening to weird news what we normally start off with is that if you're giving if you could just give us a like and review whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on it would mostly help if this is probably your second time listening but look True. first time i'd take a chance maybe make a prediction that's going to get better from here like a man trying a new dishwasher liquid okay take a chance yeah. on us see Are there was all a of your similes just going to be like dishwasher <laughs> related things look that'll come out in the wash we'll all see what oh, happens with that <laughs> oh no you're gonna run out by about 10 minutes in i really will i really will um so sean we are starting weird news this week with a callback with a follow-up story I um love this. now normally a follow-up story we get is normally about a few a few months later are you are you in traffic there? What's the story? There was a, there was a big bus. It was a, a big bus went past the window of the house. Uh, it wasn't a proper there, bus. It was the like one that those, they teach bus drivers on. That's what was going on. It's one of the famous, famous people buses open top. Like, There's the man with all the dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the guy in that uh, in the Matrix with all the screens around him, but it's tabletop dishwashers. <laughs> so, um, as I said, we have a follow-up to a story. Now, not just any story. Probably one of our most talked about stories um, oh. from 2018, Sean. This is the longest oh. gap between a follow-up that we've ever done. So this podcast, as a podcast, started in October of 2018, I believe. Yeah, 2018, yes. So this is early doors, yes. weird news stories. Um, because it was one of our stories of a forbidden love. A man and his... A hologram. hologram? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, I forgot about this, dude. We had a lot of people early doors that were like, I'm marrying this, I'm marrying that. Obviously, we have ghost lovers. We have all sorts, a woman that married a plane. But now we also had at the time the man who married a hologram of his favorite character from a TV show. It was Hatsune Miku, I believe. Uh, yes. From Vocaloid, yeah. Um, so, fictosexual, apparently, is what he is. Um, okay. Japanese man is no longer able to communicate <gasps> oh. with hologram he married. <laughs> Wait. How, how much communication was going on beforehand? Because she's not real. <laughs> um, so, he married a hologram in 2018, but he recently told a Japanese newspaper... That their relationship is struggling with communication. <laughs> she never listens to me. <laughs> she's here and she's not here. I don't understand it. <laughs> Achiko Kondo, 38, who works at a middle school in a Tokyo suburb, married 
Hatsune Miku? Is am I pronouncing that correctly? I that's the best I can do with my accent. Okay. That's what I think it is. Um, a hologram that was created by com- by a computer as singing software. He married her on November fourth. 2018. So I would say this is like the third week of the podcast ever, Sean. Jesus Maybe. Christ. Um, we peaked, way, didn't we? It, we? We peaked early. It's good to peak <laughs> early and then on the downward slope for the rest of time. Um, <laughs> in, a, in a wedding that cost more than $17,000. That's... <laughs> I remember being shocked at that. Like how much... How involved do you get with that wedding? There's no first dance, surely. Um... <laughs> <laughs> be fairly quick I suppose you pick up the hologram and yeah, you like so sway from what I know um, Hatsune Miku is a cartoon idol like she is yeah. a, a, a pop star but is not real so a virtual I think reality singer virtual reality singer exactly and mm. so the I imagine the wedding then probably a lot of that 17 grand went on like projectors and smoke machines to make her be able to walk around the place. It would have to be an awful lot of smoke machines to try and pull that off. Yeah, and here's my thing, is that surely that character is copyrighted the hell up. So how is he allowed to do this? You couldn't feel comfortable knowing that there's definitely other men, like, with your with your wife, really, when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, unless that's something him and Hatsune agreed to. Maybe, maybe they're into that. Maybe that was a pre... And maybe that was a pre-agreement. That yeah, like, maybe that was I'm something they set up. This. I, I'm not quite fine if that's, if that's the way you want to go. Yeah. But if that's not what was agreed, and she, I mean... Yeah. But he's also... Because the thing about the hologram is, it's very clearly, he must know... Like, it's not her, because she is still having her career outside of the marriage, which is fine. <laughs> he's, very, that's he's, a, supportive. <laughs> he's a supportive husband. I'll stay, but also, that must be tough to be a middle school teacher and have this story written about you. It's also, it's tough to be a middle school teacher. And I mean, your your loved one is a world-renowned famous singer. I mean, it's tough to keep that not anonymity going. Like, if, if she's that famous and you're yeah, going yeah. into that world. I mean, your privacy is gone, first of all. It's like all these celebrity couples, you know. <laughs> all the red carpets that you have to go on. People don't know who you are. You're just, you're just some guy. That's why, that's why we keep the podcast underground, you know, so we yeah. don't have to deal with the fame. That's why we keep this quality level low. We don't want to break <laughs> off and pop off. <laughs> <laughs> so... What what's the communicate? Has someone shut down the software or something? So he said shut down accidentally, <laughs> and it's like nine thousand updates happening. Oh no! It's like when I you try and play your PlayStation for four years. <laughs> <laughs> As one of the thousands of fictosexuals, Kondo is attracted to fictional characters. Um, right. So- I don't. I feel like there's a better term for that. I'm fu- mm. Look, if that's the thing you want, fine. Lonely. Uh, Japanese no. man. <laughs> There's some sexy cartoons out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. But my follow-up is, do you need to marry them? No, I wouldn't recommend mm. it. No, it's very unfulfilling, yeah. I would say. I think once they're in the TV show, it's kind of public, public domain, really. <laughs> public domain. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, yeah. No, it's fucked. Yeah. It shouldn't, like, like what you like, don't hurt anyone. We always say this. But come on, like, it's a bit 
It's a bit strange. Japanese man, uh, he, he po- so Cuddles first interacted with Miku using Gatebox, a $1,300 device that projected fictional characters into a cylinder and allowed users to communicate <laughs> like via, artificial, <laughs> via artificial intelligence and marry them unofficially, Sean. What? Gatebox? Yeah. Hang on, not that I'm in the market or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I f- it does but sound like you are, to be honest, a little bit, for dishwashers. <laughs> may, well, <laughs> if I could get, like, an AI inside the dishwasher, that's the dream. But, like, looking at this, this looks like a trap. Like, it looks like you're keeping something captive in this thing. <laughs> it gives off impressions of Futurama with the heads. Yes. For the famous people. Very, very similar mm. to that. Um, okay. So when he proposed to her in the cylinder, Miku reportedly replied, "I hope you'll cherish me," which I can only assume is one of her ten already built-in responses to anything that he says. It's like how Woody <laughs> has the pull string on his back. Like that's the level of engagement we're working with here. So since her marriage in 2018, Gatebox technology no longer exists, Sean. Which Kondo said has complicated. Their relationship, but not lessened his feelings. Okay, so he can't. The the, the thing just stopped working, did it? Or it's mm. not updated or something like that. So what's happened is it just the technology no longer exists. Maybe it was just like maybe it was put out as what's the word I'm looking for here? A beta. Maybe they were putting mm. it out just as a few testers. Something went wrong. They had to pull it from the market. Doesn't work anymore. It's no longer connected to the system. So, what's happened is, and this might break your heart, Sean, is this man, um, he now has to go for walks with a real life-size version of the doll. (laughs) What? See, if this... The the weird thing is, is that this probably wouldn't have been a story, except for the fact that he went from hologram to life-size doll. I would... Like, the future would say that it would be the other way around. You know? Yeah, I'd, and that's kind of why he went hologram first, and now he's like, fuck, the technology wasn't advanced enough, I'm going back. Yeah, yeah I'm going back to the safety yeah. of a life-size Hatsune Miku doll. Just a regular doll, putting no other word in front of the word doll. <laughs> just doll. Just doll. Um, <laughs> they say that in the shop, it's like, this is just a doll. <laughs> Remembering what caused him to withdraw into a world where he could marry a fictitious character, Kondo told NewsHub, It's not that people can't live in a society because they're engrossed in a two-dimensional world, but rather, there are cases where people become captivated as they search for a place for themselves in video games and anime because reality just isn't there for them. Wow. Deep. I mean... I mean, it is quite deep. It is quite a big yeah. thing, uh, especially in Japan. There is a big like shut in culture uh, mm. as well. But I don't think like I'm all for making people more comfortable. But surely enabling it isn't the way to go, I would say. He said uh, what he went to a difficult time and what got him through was I stayed in my room for 24 hours. I watched videos of Miku the whole time. <laughs> I mean... Look. <laughs> I, I hope, by the way, you being this guy's liar. <laughs> One of my favourite trends is me giving you batshit people and you going, hang on. <laughs> Let me... Look. I'm like, I'm playing devil's advocate, but these people aren't, like, inherently evil. <laughs> I just, like... Yeah. 
trying to get their point of view. Like, I, like mm. okay, I get being sad. I get staying in your room and just mm. watching something for comfort. Yeah. But at a certain point, I think he, you have to realise that this is getting too deep for a lighthearted comedy show, by the way. <laughs> but you have to realise that, like, you, you, maybe a bit of, like, professional help might be the way to go. I maybe mean, interacting with your peers, just whoever they somebody. might be. I would say to mention, just mention to anyone. Just you know what I would do? I would make friends with the Uber Eats guy who comes oh, and delivers yeah. the food. Just be like, hey, how's it going? And they're just chill, like. They're, they're so, chat they're so you sound. For two minutes. The lads in town are so nice. Uh, the Deliveroo guys, they're all great. I get a lot of takeaway, it turns out. The dishwasher <laughs> is wasted. <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> they're all just in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> just immediately. Um, um, here's here's my point, right? This mm. man, we've this is the follow-up we have. So his hologram, the technology, is writing sadder than when your wife's technology that makes you see her stops working. I mean, that is... I mean, in a way, isn't that the ageing process, though? We all have to come to terms with that, don't we, Your I Honor? mean, in another way, though, it's not like that. Is it not? Right. Okay. <laughs> I think it's more like you've got a hologram that is very small and you're like, this is my wife. Um, she and keeps, then the she, holog- stays in, she stays in the glass dome and she waits for dome, me. <laughs> which is safe. And she just, everything I say, she agrees with, which is her 10 reactions. Um, and now I have a doll, which is life-size, and I carry around with me. That's that's more just an encumbrance to your life. I mean, at least he's going out now, I suppose. How do you bring the hologram, though? Uh, on a phone, surely. You'd have, like, an app that you could transfer it over to. Like a, like a Tamagotchi or a Digimon. But it would be two-dimensional. He needs that three-dimensional loving. He's not he, doing two-dimensional, Sean. Please never say the phrase three-dimensional loving <laughs> a, for I'm the rest of your life. Guru. <laughs> I think you, the problem here, guys, is that... <laughs> you need some three-dimensional loving. I'm just telling you now. That sounds like your soul album that you're going to release or something. <laughs> three-dimensional lover. loving. The Connor Lawler experience. <laughs> And it's me, like just leaning up against the building. Just oh, in, like, of a course, suit. you've got a, you've got a, yeah, you got like a tuxedo and a and yeah. a saxophone on. That's what you're. Working oh, you got that right. I have. You got that right. I have. <laughs> so what? What are? What are we saying for this man? Are we saying maybe he should look somewhere else for his loving? Here's the thing, and I have. I've just worked out this theory in my head, right? So we've established he's kind of going backwards in time here. So he started out with very high tech hologram. Back to life-size, regular, only a regular doll. Yeah. What if next it's like someone who like cosplays as Hatsune <gasps> Miku? He's going the opposite way. He's going the opposite way. He's going to find true love. And they're both going to be really into Hatsune Miku. Because <laughs> there's the thing. There's definitely somebody out there, male or female, for this man. Absolutely. Would be fucking honoured. Would be absolutely loving. That, like, they'd be all about it. Yeah, and yeah, and he's like, you have the most authentic Miku cosplay I've ever seen. And then maybe some point in the relationship, they'll be allowed to take off the cosplay and be themselves <laughs> and not just be Miku for okay, the rest that, of their life. Oh, it's getting a bit sinister now. It's getting a bit getting sinister. A bit it sinister. is getting a bit sinister there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't unless change yourself. Unless they're into that. Unless they also want to wear the same costume all the time. That is true. That is true. But then do we have a similar discussion about this person, that they just want to be Miku all the time and not well, themselves? Well, then I would have more have a discussion about hygiene. 
I'd be like, you're sticking the fucking place out here. Well, I imagine, me. I mean, Miku would have various outfit changes herself, so <laughs> a, any cosplayer worth their salt will be able to replicate that, Connor. <laughs> yeah, but in the time it takes to take off one and put on another one, if he walks in. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> That's a, that is true. That is true. Like, there has to be, there's got to be like some, like those old like screens that they had in Victorian times. <laughs> yeah. And so just, he never sees. Never sees or out of, out of cosplay. Yeah. That's yeah. the only way this is going to work for this man it's and only, maybe that person. Look, what we say, we're relationship gurus. We're trying to help this man who's looking for love with holograms. This is our um, new segment on the show called Three Dimensional Loving. <laughs> Why is that not a thing? <laughs> um, we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And I have... I have a suspect that is being... It's going across borders, state lines... Oh. Multiple agencies are in pursuit. Okay, I'm going to guess that this isn't a human. A wild turkey is attacking people in DC and multiple agencies are in pursuit as it crosses state lines. How much damage can a turkey do? <laughs> On a recent sunny spring day, Sean, just to set the scene for you, cardinals, <laughs> meadowlarks, bobolinks, I don't know what any of those things are, flit through the wooden cats. patch. <laughs> I think so. Uh, they, they flit through a wooden patch between Kenilworth Marsh and Anacostia River. Everyone's favourite path. Oh. Um, a bike path is also there, just going along the stretch. But Sean, so, nobody can, is there. No one is there. Nobody is there. In this picturesque location, which... It's so picturesque. This is the best written journal journalistic article that we've had on yeah. this show in months. Because yeah. usually they're just trying to cram in words. Steps away, a dozen or so neighbours jog and power walk on a synthetic city track away from the idyllic nature that's going on just beside them, Sean. This motherfucker used um, idyllic in a turkey sorry, I, story. I, I, actually, I can just not to boast, but I threw an idyllic there. He you tr- Oh, <laughs> Connor. <laughs> Connor, what have you done to me? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I'm too descriptive for my own good. Uh, walkers and bikers say they are afraid of the path through the woods. After a series of recent attacks, Cliff Robinson pauses to explain that's right Cliff is in um, sorry this story is told in the present tense <laughs> Cliff comes in strong it's because of those damn turkeys he says more than one turkey Mr. Robinson, interesting 70 a retired court services employee says I was attacked there three weeks ago I was trying to get away from him and he came after me he wouldn't let me pass he wanted to gobble me up said Chris <laughs> <laughs> the suspect a male Heavy set, three and a half foot tall, with a blue head and neck, pink flaps on his chin that turn red when he struts. <laughs> I mean, let's not bring the man's weight into this into this story. Let's not king shame the man. <laughs> heavy set, heavy set turkey. What's it like? But it's not his fault because he's raised presumably to be. He's eaten like, too Chris- many humans. You're you're not suggesting that this turkey eats humans. A male, a male, massively fat, biggie, tub, 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 turkey, three and a half foot tall, freakishly (laughs) large, with a blue head and an ugly neck. He's fat, (laughs) as we mentioned that. (laughs) Um, I know why this turkey has turned to evil, Connor. (laughs) If you were reading that in the newspaper, you'd be mad too. You'd be furious. You'd want some revenge on humanity. 
The victims, more than a dozen walkers and bikers, including several who have required, who had to go to even medical care afterwards. Wow. Yeah. Like from a peck? Is that what's going on here? Well, Dan Roch, who comes in, um, he's a, a DC Department of Energy and Environment Wildlife Biologist. Fuck me. Fucking man. hell. Um, so, <laughs> um, I like how is, this man has studied for like a decade. Yeah. And we're just like, all right, get over yourself. His problem is he has too many degrees. <laughs> too many. Too, too many letters man. after his name. Um, there's an element to humour to it, says Dan. Um, completely undermining all of the recent, all of Dan's thoughts previously. All, all of the murders. Um, um, he's part of a team trying to catch the perpetrator. There is a terror turkey stalking a river trail. If I hadn't seen the videos myself, I would have thought it was an urban myth, says Dan. It, oh, okay, sorry. So they've assembled yeah. like a suicide squad to go after yeah. this turkey. Yeah, well, they need, they, I mean, it's a mission to end all missions. That's true, that's true. But where's their jurisdiction then? Because if that turkey crosses state lines, suddenly it's not their problem anymore. It's not their problem. It goes to the FBI, I think. <laughs> the FTI. FTI. <laughs> Don't say the letters. We're not going to tell them. I mean, if you can't figure it out. <laughs> I mean, come on, listeners. you got to do some work on this show. <laughs> um, I mean, you could say FPI. Poultry. That you're not meant to say it. Sorry, shit. It was very clever. It was very clever, Connor. <laughs> um, this being the nation's capital, a multi-agency task force of more than a dozen agencies has assembled a dragnet across city, state, and federal lands to they cage got- the wily bird. Sorry. So they got all of the agencies in America, yeah. and their big idea was let's put up a net. <laughs> Yeah, no, the the idea is, right, here's what we do. No, I feel like it's a metaphorical net. It's a net of humans. No, but, okay. Closing in on the turkey. I don't think that's any more effective than a regular net in terms of I think of you turkeys. probably need a regular net. It might be more effective. But they have human nets, human shields. Just sacrifice humans until eventually he gets tired. We're just, we'll just keep throwing tur- uh, humans at the turkey. <laughs> to wear him down to tire him no, out no keep throwing turkeys at him confuse him and then throw humans at him he's gonna be real confused see if you can fight your own turkey <laughs> well turkeys are making a national comeback apparently oh. after nearly going extinct a century ago according to a copy of turkey interview talking points <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> turkey interview talking points have you never heard of it Turkey. Well, I lapsed my subscription there. Uh, not yeah, too I, long I get ago. it every single week. It comes every in. We have an interview with a different turkey, which I can only assume is bo- more, mostly quite similar to last week's interview. No, I don't want to apply for a job in Turkey. <laughs> I want to hear what they have to say. All right. Okay. Let's do this. Then. <laughs> um, so, with uh, the seven seven million wild turkeys nationwide, there has been an uptake in unhappy encounters with the public from California to Massachusetts. Didn't we have Gerald a few years ago? We did have Gerald the turkey. Gerald, I think he was attacking people a few years ago. Yeah, I think he bedeviled a small town for a while mm. there. And they had to do, like, votes to try and vote him in and out. Gerald was a hero of the show. Most Gerald wasn't the one that was... Uh, there, was a tur- there was a turkey, unfortunately, murdered. Yeah. 
No, that a, wasn't Gerald. List. No, that Gerald's Gerald. unkillable. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Gerald actually I killed that turkey. I didn't mean to assume that Gerald could die. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, most interactions, Sean, are harmless. Typically, turkeys become aggressive during breeding season between March and May. Wait a minute. That's when we are. Though the attacks can occur at any time, males are aggressive to establish dominance. Often they are protecting hens at a nest with eggs or fledglings. So, I mean, what can you do? So, I mean, here's the thing. This turkey has attacked multiple times. At about the same time, as they mentioned, November 2020, a turkey named Gerald, who lived in a municipal rose garden, wounded several park goers, becoming so okay, aggressive that one resident complained the bird reminded him of the velociraptor scenes in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes, Gerald. <laughs> Gerald getting some fucking clay, finally. <laughs> <laughs> he's the legend of this story. Like, he's the one they all look up to. They all I, want to be Gerald. What's mad about it? Yeah, like, I love that there's a precedent for a a turkey attacking people. I love that that's had to be dealt with multiple times in the last two years. Anne Dunn, who's the director of the Auckland Animal Services, who eventually captured Gerald, um, she says, even seeing the words turkey attack brings back bad memories. Oh, Anne. (laughs) Anne, I'm so sorry. But I, like... (laughs) Uh, th- there's going to be all these committees that are going to be gathered around in the town hall saying, how do we deal with this new turkey threat? And you'll just hear nails down a chalkboard and it'll be Anne. And it'll be, you want a turkey? <laughs> I'll fucking get you We've a turkey. We've seen this before. We've seen it before. And we lost many good men and women to it. <laughs> we can't let you make the same mistake, lads. We've Never got this for the head from the beginning. <laughs> she goes full Rambo. She like, puts like, paint on her face. <laughs> It's happening again. <laughs> it's like um, when Mike Myers comes back and you just have Jamie Lee Curtis. She's like, I knew he was going to come back. Yeah. I knew it. He's I've always been ready. Again. I've set up this house full of traps. <laughs> In Washington, the Tom Turkey we talk about, John, uh, he has become a fearsome bully, increasingly aggressive since he was first spotted at the Kenilworth Aquatic Gardens. Um, so, go, Ca- Joe Cashman... A park guide everyone knows as Ranger Joe said that he and another park guide were on bike patrol, I mean, when they were pursued by the foul last fall. So you couldn't couldn't out-cycle the turkey is what he's saying there. I mean, Joe's very unfit, I can only assume. It was a tandem bike and one of them really wasn't helping. (laughs) We got a kick out of it, Ranger Joe's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the danger got him going. Then this we was great getting, crack at the time, lads. Then we started getting complaints. Started getting aggressive. It's gotten more and more aggressive. In January, warning signs were posted. In February, the turkey aggression became extreme. Wild turkeys can run up to 25 miles an hour. Holy according shit. According to the Turkey Talking Points News <laughs> magazine. Which I'm yet to find on page two of Google, by the way. <laughs> This is where we're getting all of our news now. That's such a specific, like, publication, though. Can I just ask, is surely Gerald is either writing that? Did did a turkey write this, is my first question, so then it's Gerald. Or second, is Gerald just, like, the cover of that magazine every month? See, what I... Oh, has to be, surely. But, like, um, I think it's more, like, Gerald has, like, this weird fan base... Of humans who think Gerald did nothing wrong. 
and they started the turkey publication to vindicate <laughs> Gerald on his name. So Ranger Joe says it struts its stuff, spreads its tail feathers. And apparently there's a video going around showing Ranger Do- Joe being attacked by, you know, the turkey. Ranger Joe, by the way, is an Air Force Academy graduate. He is six foot four inches tall and he is terrified of this turkey. <laughs> Joe, I mean, I feel you could take him in a fight. I know Just you probably be- wouldn't. Yeah. Just because it's not right to fight a turkey like that, you know, hand to hand. But if it starts, if it's starting it, you're finishing it. If a turkey came at you, right? Yeah. Would you punch the turkey? (laughs) No, just just on its own, just being a turkey, no weapons. Do I have a knife? No, but there's one close by you can grab if you need it. Oh, oh, I'm having dinner tonight, boys. Oh, Oh. Jesus, lads. Oh, you're eating the turkey afterwards. (laughs) Live. No, no, not cooking it. (laughs) Live. You're going to pluck the feathers or are you going (laughs) to... No, no. Just straight through. It won't be expecting it. It won't be expecting pure cannibalism. It's not cannibalism if it's a turkey, though, is it? I think it it is. I think there's a sense of cannibalism if the animal's fighting you and you turn to eating. (laughs) If you acknowledge the animal as an equal, suddenly it turns into cannibalism. (laughs) And the fight has started and you're both looking for the kill. If you go to bite, I think in the UFC you get kicked out. I'm just saying. I mean, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you have a knife, turkey has a knife. What happens then? Well, I think I'm dead at that point. Really? Um, yeah, I think he's just a wild character. He's wily. I don't know what to do with my knife if he's got a knife. You have two knives. Oh, he has Swing one. them around. Okay. Uh, I'm swinging my arms like Bart. <laughs> in, in a windmill same, kind of scenario. In a yeah, yeah. kind of scenario. And I'm, if you get hit, Turkey, it's your own fault. And then he's just going to stab me once in my stomach and then I'm done. That's fair. And then I make friends with the turkey is what I would He's do. He's carrying a bit of weight. Like, it's going to take a few knives. To Will you stop them. fucking fat shaming the turkey, Connor? <laughs> he's a big fucking tubbo. I'm just saying, right? He's, he's not... a nice boy. <laughs> he's had a big winter, right? He's... We've all had them. Yeah, I've been having one for now on 20-something years now. <laughs> um, Farger Ranger Joe says, um, as complaints mounted, the park service fretted. It's not a good situation, said Ranger Joe. We want to have a balance between protecting wildlife and protecting our visitors. Why is the turkey still at large? Asked the talking pints. Turkeys are elusive birds and are hard to catch, says Ranger Joe. Fuck yeah. But of course Ranger Joe would say that because I feel he secretly wants that turkey loose. Because think about it. It's, It's less people coming to the park, meaning he has less work to do telling people to look after the park. Well, that, that's the thing, because uh, Raider Joe has had multiple offers from people, hunters, Sean, that have volunteered to take the matter into their own hands, even going so far as to say, I'll put that turkey in a pot for you, Joe, if you want. Um, Raider Joe has always declined the offer, saying, we don't want to kill it. Um, we want to learn understand- from it. <laughs> how, does, how does it move how does it think how, do, how does it think we, we understand the public wants to help but please do not try and capture the turkey we just let us know if you see him so I feel like there's a bit of are they in cahoots is Ranger Joe falling for the turkey I don't know maybe it's kind of like Jim Gordon not pursuing Batman you know it's like there's a respect there. There's an the acknowledgement. The only attacking criminals. <laughs> He's only attacking the most degenerates of society who come into the national park. He, do you walk in, he sums you up. He can see what you've done in your past, your dirty, dark little secrets. That's just the power he has. And then he thinks to himself, these need to be taken down a peg or two. 
this is where the attack begins. That I mean, it. I mean, and like the turkey does kind of sound like a superhero, on it. not a very good one, but the foul. It, Surely you say the foul. Oh, the foul. Yeah. Oh, I like it. But that could that could be a chicken. That could be a turkey. You don't know. You know. That's what, that's the point. The element of surprise. Oh, you're, you're confusing them. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, so oh, like oh, look for the chicken. <laughs> Oh, I was attacked by a duck or something? I don't know. <laughs> no, look for the chicken. Oh, there's only a turkey over there. It's not there, boss. <laughs> I'm looking for a chicken. <laughs> and that turkey's a billionaire playboy. He'd never have the time to be. He turned up in a Lamborghini then. <laughs> Much more subtle. Um, so, Sean, what's happened now is the, the fowl has been spotted fleeing across the state line into Bladensburg as well. So also on the case are the Prince George's County Parks and Recreation Department, fuck me, and the Maryland Department of Natural Resources. Um, so, Sean, he's got up to 12 agencies chasing him across state lines as he continues to attack everyone. Okay, not to make another movie reference, but have you ever seen Catch Me If You Can? Yes. Turkey's Leo DiCaprio, right? Yes. And then Tom Hanks' as character Joe. is Ranger Joe. Hmm. Like, it, look, he, Ranger Joe wants to catch this turkey, but in a weird way, he loves the chase. Like, he know? respects him. He respects him. He, respe- he hmm. respects what the turkey went through to get there. Yeah. So the f- Ranger Joe even says the fugitive is slick. The fugitive, by the way. Fugitive. The fugitive is slick. It's a turkey, he fl- Because he takes flight when he sees nets. I mean, yeah, obviously. Tur- I thought turkeys were flightless. Not this one. This one is so I mean, like an eagle shot. That's huge if it's true. Hang on. Huge if true. Turkeys, can they fly? <laughs> Google will tell us. I'm assuming for like little bursts, like for like a foot off the ground. Uh, while turkeys are able to fly short distances at considerable speed. Yeah. They can also run and swim. Look, you're never catching him. If he's running at 25 miles per hour. Land, water, air. They're all his territory. He's going to win the triathlon if it comes to it as well. Like, there's no point. And then just give him a gun, you'll shoot some targets or something, you know? (laughs) Triathlons are just in snow, Sean. No, no, no. I think think I know a thing or two about triathlons. You've seen one Winter Olympics ever since. No, I've played Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, I'll have you Uh, know. In the winter one or the... The winter one. The winter one. Well, both, obviously. Well, of course. Why could you not? Um, (laughs) But, Sean, how do we catch this turkey? I mean, it's fled the familiar terrain. It's now in a 446-acre area. They don't know where he is, but he's out there hunting I mean maybe he's just gone maybe he's like he's had enough of the fight and he's just retired to some peaceful you know more peaceful forest where no one knows him he changes smoking his name smoking a pipe smoking a pipe so, and someone will come up and be like are you Tom the turkey I used be to like, be like I haven't heard that name in a long time <laughs> and then kills him and then he looks up and it's Ranger Joe's son <gasps> oh shit yes, yes. He avenged oh his father. His father How died on... <laughs> his father died on Christmas. No, on, on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. And, oh, Ranger Joe's son is bitter because they never got to have turkey on Thanksgiving because Joe couldn't let it go. Could He couldn't. He, he couldn't look at it. He burst into tears. He's just like, oh, I had the things I should have said while I had the chance. 
And so Joe <laughs> found him and then killed the other turkey. So I just want to let the people know this is going on. Cross state lights. Twelve agencies are chasing this turkey. Not one of them. We think humans are the smartest species. We think we're smart. One turkey has outdone 12 agencies specifically looking for this one turkey. I'd say those 12 agencies, that's upwards of like 100 people that yeah. this turkey has bamboozled. Easily. And they're all sending emails to who would make concern between each other to be like, oh. have you seen a fucking turkey? And Gabe has his out of office on, but he's in the office, I know he is. Gabe, come on, man. What's you going on? on? You put it on two years ago when you left for <laughs> you left for Italy for a week. You never put it back off. It's fucking ridiculous. It's just, um, it keeps saying buongiorno. You're, it's, it's December. <laughs> Um, so on a recent morning Ranger Joe cautioned Terry Swiggle Swiggle um, so as a, a, a tourist visiting the Kettlework Gardens with her family and asked the Swiggles <laughs> to report any right. sightings she said she was familiar with turkeys <laughs> okay okay no I'll allow it I'll allow that sentence that's fine <laughs> that can't be true uh, don't worry, Joe. I'm familiar with turkeys. Do you know who that is? That's a people pleaser. That's someone who, like, you ask them to do a task and they're just like, yeah, I've done that loads of times. And like, then they figure it out. I've seen loads of turkeys, like, in books. Like, I'll be well able to recognise them. Don't Eat you them worry, every Joe. Christmas. It's, I'm a, and, I'm a, and Joe's, like, just in the shadows, like, he's going to kill you and your family <laughs> if you let him. Lad, I've seen a turkey before. No worries. It's like, I think I know how to handle myself. And then Joe um, comes back and there's four bodies on the floor. Well, Miss Weagle apparently then said, this is awesome. We're in a pursuit. Ha, 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 ha. But then one elderly woman told Ranger Joe she wore the turkey off with her fanny pack. Ranger Joe defended himself with a rolled up plastic fence. He's going around carrying a fence. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, surely they just found that near the site. Not... <laughs> It's not like some post-apocalypse where Joe has just found any weapon he can get his hands I mean, on. But he's six foot four. He's been like a tank. Joe's an Adonis in my mind. So, I mean, he's carrying around a whole fence. Just a whole thing. And he's breaking whole, it off piece by piece. Like a Tom Sawyer white picket fence kind of thing. And he's got he's an 18-foot swing. And he's got them on his back. So he has to go sideways through doors. <laughs> through everything. But if he ever falls off a cliff, he's just going to soar like an eagle. It's going to be great. <laughs> That's what he's so like a turkey. That's what he's thinking. <laughs> he keeps doing running jumps and just practicing. He's broke Bo's arms three times this year already. Joe, he's dedicated. He's dedicated to the craft. What can I say? Oh man, Joe! One elderly woman fought him off with a fanny pack. Joe's defended himself with a plastic fence, and Terry Swiegel tells us she has seen a turkey before. So she's the perfect person to look for a turkey, I suppose. I mean, um, I'm I've seen a turkey before. Yeah, and I'm being no confident. Help. I no, no. Like I, I, I don't think my experience with turkeys leads me to lead a chase for a turkey. I couldn't track any animal. I don't think. Oh, uh, is there an animal that you could track? Um, what's slow? A, a like slot. A, a, I can't. A sloth has territory on me though. Like he's going to climb. Uh, yeah, that's true. Tortoise, Come down. <laughs> Come down. Come on. I got you. I reckon I could track a kangaroo. There's no way. What are you talking about? They're big and they're in like open desert. I feel I could yeah, spot but one. They, they hop. They do little hops. 
Yeah, but like, then what happens when they get tired? They stop, and then I find them. Yeah, but have you they're going to be hopping. Video game? No, the they're going to be mechanism always is faster than the running mechanism. That is true. That is true, and I can't mm. fault you on that one. But think about the territory, Connor. <laughs> Kangaroo hopping through the desert. Yeah, they're going to be leaving big, big footprints for me to follow. Oh shit! I can track that bad boy right in to the scalding heat of Central Australia. Where ultimately I die. ultimately die and pass away, but knowing exactly where that kangaroo is. <laughs> it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, I, do, I suppose we have to move on because we've Probably talked should. about this turkey uh, for quite a while. Um, one of my favourite headlines of the week, and I don't know if we're going to spend too long on this, but it's just it just made me laugh. And I feel like if it didn't get thrown into weird news, I don't know what would. Um, okay. Because we have the British politician MP who was caught watching porn in Parliament claims he was looking at tractors. I did see this. I did see this. <laughs> I mean, as excuses go, it's not great. What is the pipeline from tractors to porn? So, I mean, here's the here's the idea. So they're all in Parliament in uh, in the UK for any yeah. of our listeners from anywhere else. And the idea is you can, they have cameras in there. So you can constantly see what everyone's doing at all times. Yeah. Um, and so you have people just, like, people are fucking asleep and shit. Um, this is not just yeah. in the UK, by the way. This is in all places. If you ever look at any of them, they're asleep. You're like, dude, come on. It's like, come on, um, you fucking, you work for us. Like, we voted you in here. Yeah. Um, but this Neil Parrish, who's an MP uh, in Devon, he claims that he found himself on the porn website accidentally, Right. Okay. Because he was looking, and I mean, look, we've all done it. He was looking for tractors and accidentally clicked into a porn website and I, he was just caught on camera. I was just looking at it so I would know not to look at it. <laughs> I was putting the safe search on your other. And, and suddenly, but like, what? Well, first of all, what's this man's business? What's his dealings with tractors is what I want to know. <laughs> Why is that the big thing? Because if he's never set foot on a farm in his life, yeah, tractors, like he must have just been giving the statement and a tractor went past the window. So like, I'm looking at uh, tractors. <laughs> um, his friend Colin Slade um, apparently absolutely just ruined them because he attempted to explain away the accidental viewing in Parliament, claiming he'd heard... This is great stuff. This is this great is excellent stuff. defending because they're panicking between themselves. This is boys being boys defending yeah. each other. He, he'd heard he was looking for a brand of tractor named the Dominator. <laughs> and you can easily see where that would go, Sean. Could, but surely any Google search you would do, you would have the presence of mind to say... Put tractor. Put tractor on the end of it. Mm. Just in case. Because I am at work... Why are you Googling tractors at work? Actually, that's also another good point nobody asked, that you're in Parliament, why are you searching for tractors? But I mean... Like, what were you... What were they discussing in Parliament at the time is what I want to know. Because if it's like, oh, here's this bill that's going to like feed all the kids. And he's just like, ooh... That John Deere, though, it's looking looking mighty fine. <laughs> it, it, I mean, in an ideal world, they're, they're talking agriculture. And they're talking You'd what's best for the environment. But <laughs> what what tractor do we gift to all the farmers of the <laughs> Does UK? Does anyone have any idea for tractors? 
<laughs> that we could gift. Um, let me look up tractors without putting the word tractor in. Um, and another point, I've looked it up. The Dominator is a combine harvester. <laughs> yeah, you could easily write combine harvester, couldn't you? Could write combine harvester mm. there. Because if yeah. that was what you were in the market for and researching, surely you'd know what it was called. <laughs> um, so he, someone uh, commented on this. Um, Angela Rayner, who's ma- who's the Labour deputy leader um, in the, in Britain, said cool. he was looking for tractors, but ended up with poor actors. Neil Parrish must think you were all born yesterday. <laughs> I mean. Both of them. Oh no, I can't, that's a foul joke. I can't say that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Either way, you're getting ploughed. That's what I thought. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, way, it's getting awful. combine harvested. Oh <laughs> God, <laughs> no, no, Connor. <laughs> 3D loving. Oh no. <laughs> Can I do? Do they go into detail about the the other thing that like the what what was he watching? Uh, no, they don't go into detail on that. Ah. I, I think it's funnier if we don't know. If he just searched Dominator expecting the tractor would be the first thing that pops up. I, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to Google it at the minute, but the like, because surely the first result is like, you would know by the URL that you're oh, involved. You've gone wrong by you, the, yeah. by the so, first oh. page of Google. Yeah, gone wrong. Let me click off now while it's just a little white screen oh, on my phone. Let me clarify. Let, let me just let me just tighten up some of that search just a couple case. of other search terms yeah, yeah, ju- yeah. just going on in here <laughs> I just thought that that headline made me giggle so much I was like oh that's ridiculous he's just caught in a situation where you're just fucked like there's just literally nothing you can do caught on camera doing it and you're just like oh um, fock what there's a there's one of the jokes in the group chat, you know, and it was a link. It well, they all had the emergency meeting, like, fuck, what are we going to say? Like, what yeah. are they doing? The, yeah, like, they had this, like, session in the, like, parliament bar. It's about, like, lads are going to fucking destroy me for this. I was looking up perms. They're never going to believe that. Um, oh, uh, ports? Can we put it, turn it into sailing? Was yeah. it looking up a port? I'm trying oh. to build up um, transport in now the country in terms of produce. Um, I was looking port, but I accidentally clicked port. Boys, I've got it. I've oh, got I- it. I was looking up tractor for <laughs> corn. Huh? Huh? <laughs> You're in. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Boris. This is why we keep you around. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> oh, man, that is so funny. What a fucking moron. What a dickhead. Um, so- <laughs> Um, so Sean we're moving on to our next piece of news and we have a few thoughts because we had a few more extra stories but we spent a lot of time on the turkey so we did but I feel um, we needed to I, I mean the turkey just it had to be talked about in reality um, because what I have next is hmm how how best to talk about this <laughs> I have a senior citizen woman who okay. uh, she went to a museum um, and you know she go to some art displays lovely artwork one of the artworks was a jacket that was just on there because okay. I have a senior st- citizen stole a jacket artwork on display at the Musée Picasso um, oh. and then had a tailor alter it to fit her <laughs> holy shit 
I mean, that's another level of thievery is customizing it to yourself. <laughs> now, so presumably she didn't know it was a, a, a an art piece. Not at the time. So a Catalan or, or artist exhibited a jacket filled with postcards visitors could remove and examine at the at the museum in, in Paris. Little did he nice. imagine that one person could take the liberty and step too far. But... A few weeks ago, a 72-year-old woman took the blue work jacket, which had been hanging on a wall, home with her, according to the news. She then had it altered at the tailor's so it would fit her nice and snug. Upon returning to the museum to revisit the show a few days later... (laughs) She went back! The woman, who had been captured on surveillance camera, putting the jacket into her bag, was arrested by the police, who happened to be at the museum at the time, looking for evidence of her theft. I just wish that jacket would walk through the door right now. (laughs) They're like, oh, if only we could find that woman. Wait a minute, (laughs) just look up. The next tour... If only I could find a million (laughs) dollars. While in custody, the retiree who was reportedly passionate about art um, immediately confessed to stealing the jacket, who claimed not to have even realised it was an artwork. Police searched her home where they found it with shortened sleeves. Oh, no. Like... (laughs) But like, uh, is there a certain... Okay, so uh, put aside the art thing for a second. Forget that yeah. this is an art installation. Is 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 there a situation where you would take a jacket that you found hanging up and just go home and make it your own? No, for the sole reason that we've all been there. Carrying around a jacket is a load of bollocks, really. It like, is. It, like when it's warm and you're carrying around a jacket. That's, that's worst case scenario. You brought it with you because you thought it was going to rain. But then it didn't, and now then you're roasting. Didn't. And then and it's draped over one arm, it's entirely yeah, it's messed up. It's draped over one arm, or you have it just, yeah, like you're just carrying it, you're swapping arms. Um, it's it's like an that. absolute nightmare. Just, God help you if you have two shopping bags at the time. Oh, but they're full, so you can't fit the jacket into that. And how are you going to, what are you going to do, wrap it around your waist? But it's a heavy jacket, like it looks, you can do that maybe with a light jacket. Heavy jackets yeah, you can't wrap. This is a wool coat that I'm wearing, folks. I can't wrap a wool coat. My arse will be roasting. <laughs> it, it just simply won't work. Uh, but I think, like, I think this woman, she must have known. Because it, be, it was full of postcards, the jacket. Yeah. Well, she just thought she'd been very busy. She's a very popular woman. What'd she do with the postcards? Did she throw them out? No, she was reading them. Oh, that's from Susan there last week. Yeah, yes, she was not spoken to Susan since she died. God. <laughs> She's been very quiet since she died. Um, so, Sean, this woman takes the jacket, brings it home, has it altered, then goes back to the same museum because she just loves art. Um, just loves art that much. I mean, they do always return to the scene of the crime, but it's usually not for a love of art. Go to it's, a different art exhibition. Go to a different wing of the same museum, I would say. But not the just exact go, room. Like, Paris is a big place. Just go somewhere else. Yeah, just go go for a little cafe on the Champs-Élysées, perhaps. <laughs> but then if you live there, you're just sick of that shit. Like, That's if you true. Ever, like, if you live somewhere, you're just like, this is fucking shit. If it's like, my door. <laughs> I just want to not pay 12 euro for a coffee, please. That's all I want to do. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, so, Sean, I wanted to cover that, um, that 
one of my favourite old lady stories. Just like, just took it home. Just had it work, work done to it. What can you do? Um, Finders keepers. And I believe you'll find losers are weepers, Connor. Because we finished today with Florida Woman. Because Florida Woman, she's finally got into our area of expertise. Because Florida Woman oh. broke out dance moves during roadside sobriety tests. Um, because I have oh a Florida woman suspected of drunk driving performed multiple ballet and Irish folk dance moves while undergoing field sobriety tests. <laughs> That's a, I mean, that is a bold move, you know. But what she's done there by singling out Irish folk dance. Yeah. She's picked the one dance that was designed to be done pissed. That's, that's the thing, you have to be drunk to do it. So that's why it's interesting. Like, you can fool a police person because I'm not doing it wrong because everyone who does it ever is always really, really drunk. Exactly. Like, cause the, like the Irish folk dance, like Irish dancing, generally the hands firmly by the sides the whole entire time. Because the first thing that makes you look drunk when you're dancing is the waving of the arms, the shoulders going up and down, right? Yeah. We've all been there. Oh, all so, been there. If you have those locked at your sides, boy, it's just you have to worry about the legs and you just but flail them around a bit. Flatly spent t- at least 20 years pissed out of his fucking head on the set, but it didn't matter. He was still just ma- going. Nobody even recognised because his feet were sober. But just the <laughs> top of him was pissed. Sorry. The line, his feet were sober, is fucking beautiful. <laughs> like, he hadn't dragged down to his knees. Those lads were fine, right? But just yeah. up, upwards, he was seeing triple. Now, ballet. Ballet yeah. is a little bit riskier. A lot of balance involved. It, it's almost like that's the worst dance you can do. While so drunk. she's done the two ends of the spectrum there. Yeah. She's trying to really show them. Show them. It's like, lads, I can do it all here. I'll, now, somewhere in the middle, I'll do some break dancing. Now, unfortunately for us, Florida woman here is definitely Irish somewhere down the line mm. because her name is Amy Ann Harrington. Um, oh. And I mean, Sean, there's definitely an Amy Ann Harrington in some town somewhere. I think I went <laughs> to school with Amy Ann Harrington. The Harringtons. You know the Harringtons down the road? Yeah, the father drinks the, the Heineken in the local. <laughs> so Amy Ann gets pulled over uh, for rear-ending a vehicle last Wednesday night. And she's she's pulled over. She showed multiple signs of impairment during roadside sobriety tests. She smelled of alcohol, had slurred speech, and was unsteady on her pee on her piece on her feet. Police ch- say, um, police then dragged her out of the car, and they said, "Let's do some tests on you. Let's do some mm. field sobriety tests for you." When asked to perform a one leg stand and walk and turn tests. Harrington instead decided not to do those tests and instead broke out her cross-disciplinary dance moves, <laughs> according to the arrest affidavit. I mean, she's taking the initiative. Would someone who's drunk uh, make up their own plan, officer? <laughs> Would someone who's drunk go completely against the grain and just make up shit as I go along? I don't think so, officer. And the one, and the two. <laughs> <laughs> A diddly 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 dee. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is most Irish songs, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just diddly dee diddly i. Just say that back to back, and that is all Irish music. That is, it's uh, there's a fascinating history behind that, Connor. But there's no time for it right now. Um, I uh, also have uh, there's a bit of fact I have for Irish music is if you play a certain diddly dee diddly i song, doesn't matter what it is, but it has that same background. A few violins, yeah. maybe a few little guitar, just the general vibe, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Somebody, when they listen to it, will hit their hand off their knee and go, Jesus, lads, here we go. Right, and the knee will start right, going. Let's... The knee will be slapped and the knee will start bopping up and down. That's just the yeah. way it goes. The knee will keep rhythm with those little slaps. Occasionally, the whole room will build into little claps going on. It doesn't matter then... where you are as well. You could be in a car. You could be driving. They could be just a passenger. Comes on the radio. The knee will still be slapped. Absolutely. And there's another thing that'll happen is that midway through the song, for no apparent reason and with no apparent timing, someone will go, yow, and really high pitched, really high pitched, yow, and then things just carry on as normal. No one addresses it. Nobody mentions it. Because normally in the recording studio, that lad is drunk and he's he's just turned up for that one yow and then he's walking away. We'll bring we'll bring Simon in there to do the yow. Yeah, he'll do he the yow. Boy. He's a, he's a yow specialist. <laughs> specialist. <laughs> specialist. <There's a laughs> specialist. Say yow specialist. Yow specialist. Uh, well, if you say it slow, yeah, yow okay, specialist. cool. Yow specialist. Yow specialist. Oh man, show me up. I'm a linguist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, Harrington, she gets pulled over. She decides the best way to show my sob- sobriety, dance moves. So she breaks into an Irish jig. We're not quite sure if it's good nor bad. It's not mentioned. Um, I can only assume it's quite poor. But well, eventually she is arrested and brought in, stating that she's half Irish, so she's quite good at the dance, which is why she did it. Right. Okay. So, she, But that means she's like... She, 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 I mean, she's still probably drunk then. Like, she's just confessed. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, I'm half Irish. Take her in, boys. <laughs> the easiest fucking thing. Oh, bring her to rehab, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, so, Sean, Florida woman, she gets pulled over, and her first thought is not, let's do the test perfectly. Her first thought is, well, look, I'm going down anyway. Let's have a jig before I go. I mean, that is a very Irish mentality of just like, yeah. well, if it has to happen, let me go out dancing. <laughs> let me like, go out in a jig. <laughs> let me go out in a jig. Let me go out the way I came in. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week of Weird News. We ended up uh, with one of our own right at the end there, Connor. Yeah. Uh, but would you like me now to take us out? Yeah, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you has to go out to everyone over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Everyone who supports us over there is amazing. They get access to things like extra movie reviews, reviews of some of the Disney Plus shows that are coming out, and we're always hoping to add more and more to that. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in, head on over. They also do get a shout out on the show. So Shoutouts go to Waffles, the magic undisputed king of Aotearoa, New Zealand, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Wright Time Evanson, Sean Groyer Moe for a Bro Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Hjelmroos, Lil Dicky, So Do You Like Stuff, McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I Can't Believe Wanda Did This, Sammy DeLucia, Michelle Brown and Michaela Doty. Thanks so, so much for the support. I get more and more out of breath every time I read that. Uh, That's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's a good sign 
not yeah. for my lungs, but for the pod as a whole. Oh. Uh, but all those people are amazing. Thanks all so much. Head on over there if you want to support us. Other ways to support the show then there is our website link below heroesforhire.ie and the merch store is attached to that. So heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop for t-shirts and hoodies and all that kind of stuff. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod. The four is a number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group or Heroes for Hire podcast. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. TikTok. We're on TikTok now, oh, Connor. Damn. Uh, that's also Heroes for Hire podcast. Turns out not a lot of people wanted that name, so I just snapped it up. It's good uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the best way to ever help out the show is to just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Bean. See you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 